and welcome to the mouthpiece arrested podcast once again with your boy dammy lips and as always well when he's not on holiday or sick or skiving my bad no, geo last week was your fault we're not doing this no 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 yeah last week was me but the thought of having to listen to your voice was was making me more ill to be honest so i apologize man flu got the better of me last week but yes last week was me not geo <laughs> but how are you man you're good yep yep and as always now again back with Damo once again how are you sir yeah i'm good i'm good thanks good right got quite a bit to go through so we'll just crack on obviously war games was this last weekend we'll start there what did we think what did we think Eh. Uh, oh you wasn't a fan i've seen better like the last two were good this one wasn't that i don't know if it's because they i felt like they've rushed it within maybe a week and a half of building towards it, but it just, I don't know. Predictable. You think too predictable? Yeah, I kind of yeah, kind of got that. Um, I got that vibe too. Um, yeah, like like the opening match was the, the women's match, obviously, was the first one. And for me, it was it was the example of the problems that I have with the war games. Like the weapons dominated... They're pretty much in one ring. And like, like the problem is, is it the just kind of ended. Like, for me, look. So when Cora came off the top and landed badly, I called it then. I was like, right, she's getting the pin. Because it was, just, it was yeah. just obvious at that point. Yeah. Like, because that's the thing. That became the story, you know? Yeah. It, I mean, it could have been way her. worse. I mean, you know... It, I think it was dull more than bad. The women's yeah. match, the women's one, I think was dull. Like you said, it was a case of right timer, 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 timer. Time's up. Grab all the weapons. Get in the ring. Five, three minutes of beating them with the weapons. Timer, timer, timer. timer. Grab the weapons. Get in the ring. Rinse, repeat. Yeah, and it was all like a bit too much focus in one ring. Mm. Yeah, it, yeah. It was just they made the story, and the story was fine. It was just dull. It was just it wasn't great. I mean. My day, the weapons didn't come into effect until after the cage went dead. Like, the way they do the normal war games is the cage would lower with the weapons at the end. Yeah. Like, they'd have the cage there, but, like, the weapon part of it wouldn't be implemented until the end of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just dull. It's just dull. And it kind of led on because... Like the tag match next, which was uh, Imperium and O'Reilly and Wagner and stuff. Again, it didn't feel like an important match. I mean, they beat the hell out of each other and worked very hard. There's, so there's, he, yeah. he's fucking off and just leaving, isn't he? I think yeah. so. I think O'Reilly, because the, the report that I've read is that they expected one of them to sign. I think yeah. it's O'Reilly that's just leaving because they're not... They're not making that kind of a thing. Like if they were both at the Yeah. I mean, the match didn't feel important. I mean, they worked hard. It was four very talented wrestlers. Don't get me wrong. Um, did have me wondering on some of the near falls, but the NXT tag division has fallen so far. When you think back, like the NXT tag matches we've seen and teams that we've had from Ascension to Revival, AOP, you know, Revival versus DIY. Like. Yeah, that ladder match with AOP and them, like, mm. you know, and then you look, that was the tag 
was it tag title match? Like, ugh. I don't know. Don't know. It was uh, it was poor, but yeah, I think um, he got the big thank you chant. Yeah, beat down Wagner, threw up the pose, and left. Yeah, I, I definitely think O'Reilly is done. I do, I yeah. do think. I, I think he's happy going as well. And to be honest, I reckon I could probably predict where he'll end up. You know? Yeah. Do you think? <laughs> impact. Hundred percent impact. <laughs> Man's gonna rock up in Japan and just mess us all up, isn't he? Like. <laughs> They're telling us. They're already telling the story in AEW to bring him yeah, in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then when and then, Kenny comes back, it'll be Adam Cole and Red Dragon versus Kenny and the books. Like we, yep. we can yeah. all see it. It's happening. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not against it. I just don't put him in a title match because we know he's gone. Like yeah. simple as. But we'll get to the other contract in a minute. But I, I do think O'Reilly is 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 out of there. See you later. And I think they know that as well. Um, and then we went on uh, Duke Hudson versus Cameron Grimes. Um, uh, nice to see Grimes get a win. Do you yeah. know I didn't the realize Duke... I've got, really? <laughs> I it wasn't an awful match, but it certainly wasn't better than bad. <laughs> Do you know I do Duke Hudson? Duke Hudson is one of those where, for me, I don't see what someone in WWE clearly sees. I, I don't see it. Like, but he I, seems to be a guy that they clearly see something in that I don't think I do. I've, there's many wrestlers that have been like that, that I just don't get it. And Duke Hudson for me is one of them, you know? What I'll say on him is I, he, he looks good in the ring. I just, they seem to think that he's like this next big, like man, man to put on the mic. But I'd, I don't know. He's, he doesn't grab me. Yeah. Like, it, he looks good when he's wrestling. But, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm not I'm not sure what I see. Um, I'm pretty sure that Grimes will actually get a push out of this. I said if, he's, if he wins this, I think it means that he's sticking around. He'll get a bit of a push. I do think there'll be a push for Grimes after this. Um, yeah. I, I mean, Probably to be honest, Grimes winning before Hudson is crushed because they're trying to push him when he's not ready to do that <laughs> which is what will happen Hudson will get crushed problem, somewhere and fade yeah, away problem I've got with Grimes is because of this transition into the 2.0 era I, there's no spot in NXT for him I don't think I don't, what are they going to push him for because Carmelo's not going to drop the NA title to him and we know that we're getting Braun versus Champer again I just I don't know I think it's odd yeah but they, again, it was good wrestling. They, I mean, it was a good match, I suppose. But again, it just... I, I wanted Duke to win because I thought shaving Cameron's head was funny. But I think it was pretty obvious that Grimes was going to win. Um, like a few weeks ago. Vink. I'm going to keep saying that. I didn't realise he was Brandon Vink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, a few weeks ago, there were talk that Vince wanted Cameron cleaned up for a main roster move. <laughs> But didn't want that hairy, rugged <laughs> thing coming yeah. up because he's just like, he's just like, like damn it. It's just a, yeah, I don't know. It's it's an odd one. Yeah. Not up. You have to be shiny and muscular. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> At least. 
Make him look like Orton. <laughs> yes. Shine him up like Orton. <laughs> Maybe. Um, Joe Gacy versus uh, Roderick Strong. Uh, like, <coughs> for, for me, Gacy had to win for me to <coughs> give any relevance to the Cruiserweight title now. Here's the thing. I feel like Joe Gacy would be a better fit for the Diamond Mine than, Ro- than Roderick Strong. Maybe. I like I, what Gacy's doing. I think, they, for me, the Cruiserweight titles has not felt like anything for a while. I think they kind of ruined it when Kashida had it. Not because of Kashida's fault, but just because of the way 205 was going and the way it was brought yeah. into NXT. Um, but I, I don't know. My hopes for it to be... You know, when I think back, like some of the Drew Gulak... To when Drew Gulak had it and their matches were just all bangers on pre-shows and stuff. Now it's just... I'm, I'm not sure what they're doing with it. Like, I um, guess my hopes can't get lower, but... Uh. For me, it stopped... I stopped caring about the Cruiserweight title when the Devlin-Escobar rivalry were done. That ladder match, that was yeah. the last time I cared. Yeah. That was the last time I remember there being a match. I was like, yeah, that was, that was good. Yeah, because there was some story behind the title. Like, yeah. the title doesn't feel like anything right now. I don't, I don't think no. it's because of Roderick Strong. Like, I, I, don't, I don't blame any of the wrestlers that have held it. It's just started to feel a bit like the women's tag titles. Like, I just don't care. You know? Yeah. They got rid of all the cruisers. Like, they got rid of all the women's tag yeah. teams. Yeah, exactly. And I, I just don't... I don't see it. I don't see what they're doing with it, but... The rumor is they're, they're getting rid of the belt and bringing in some, like, open weight belt or whatever, like, they were... Like, Gacy was promising. Yeah. I, I, I actually think Gacy like, needed to win it, though. That's what I yeah, think. I, you know? I, and I feel like Haaland should have been the reason that he won it because mm. they're playing off this weird, like, cult thing where he controls Garland. Like, why, why couldn't they just have him do something? Like, it was just... He's, he picked up the woman whose name I don't care for. <laughs> Ivy. I, I don't know Ivy who she something. is. And, um, she'll get released because she brings nothing to the table. Um, I think, yeah. I think they like, should have let Haaland up. hurt her. Yeah, she got picked up. That's what happened. That is the takeaway from that match is Haaland picked up a woman. Well done. <laughs> yeah, and it was, that's it was pretty much it. Yeah. it. It wasn't a bad match. but No, and, and result, I feel like where Joe Gacy is with Haaland and stuff, like putting a belt on him and maybe him changing the belt or something, that could have been a way to go. I just don't yeah. feel Roderick Strong or Diamond Mine need it. Like, And it just feels worthless. It just yeah, it feels worthless. Yeah. It's worthless title. Um, what confuses me is it was heel versus heel because the diamond mine aren't faces either. Yeah. Um, and then obviously they made a bed. Heck of a fight. Um, <laughs> like, LA Knight is the MVP. LA Knight was banging. He stood out in that one 100%. But big spots for me, like many War Games matches. Could have ended 10 minutes earlier. Went 10 minutes too long. I think. It was like 40 minutes, wasn't it, the match? Like, it didn't need to be that. They could have done what they needed to do yeah. for me in half hour. That's that's another issue I have with the, like, setup of the match. You get five minutes before the, sec- the third competitor comes in. And then it's just a lot of waiting around. Because the match has started, but the match hasn't started. And it's like, you know. Mm. Like, realistically, whoever is the f- the first two 
could easily be pinned by the time the last one comes. Like the last one comes in, Brombreaker could have come in, smacked Gargano around, pin, job done. Could have come in, smacked anyone around, done. But then they just carried it on and on, and then exactly, it was it's... obvious he was going to be the one that would score the pinfall over Champa. Yeah, exactly. Like if you look That's... back, like the classic War Games, they they were like twenty minutes. They got in their mm. violence, big finish. For me, it's like a bunch of filler that we have to part with. You know, I think Bron winning was the the right call. The DIY stuff was great. Just the match was was too long. Positive result, just really long, you know? Like easy 10 minutes could have been shaved off that and made it like a half hour match. You know, maybe more. You know, if you look back in classic ones, they were like 20 minutes max, you know? And I just... Yeah, I mean, it was good. It was good. But it, it's such a mixed bag of NXT and NXT right now because you do have a lot of people, they're working very, very hard and putting on good matches. But you also, I feel like they they put so much new in there. There's a bunch of wrestlers who don't have a future. Yeah. And you can um, see that they don't have a future. You know? Wait a minute. The last two war games at least had some sort of rivalry story that built up to the war games. This was like just a two-week thing of, oh, we're just going to start attacking each other. You're all in war games. Yeah. Like, the other two, at least they had the Pat McAfee thing, which brought in, you know, that brought in that rivalry. Then before that, they had the other, like... They at least made some sense of why they were war games matches. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I just, well, I don't know. because <laughs> of the whole old versus new, like Waller not ready for for main event level yet. D'Angelo not ready for main event level yet. Exactly. So hey. what happens when all the veterans are gone, which they probably will, and or people quit because they don't want to stick around and no one's left to help. What happens with these guys? You know, because there's a lot of new guys. And then we, you know, having to put up things like Giroud's stomach issues and toxic attraction, clearly trying to be like some divas tribute band, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. It, the show is still good. And you know, when they focus on the wrestling, like if you watch it for wrestling matches, the matches are good. I just, I don't feel like the future's as bright because I'm just worried what NXT will look like when the veterans are gone. I mean, they could, uh, they, you know, they could lose Gargano and Riley. Like, what, what's left? You know, Tampa can't carry it all on his own. Like, I don't I know. Just, like, how long's Joe out for? Like, yeah. Well, the thing with Gargano is I think they've pulled the Trump card because supposedly they are adding in another seven years to Champa's because he was out with injury. So I think that's their trump card is they're like, yeah, well, we're just going to keep your friend. So you either go alone or stay with your friend. I just think that, yeah, like, so obviously on that, Gargano's contract's up on Friday, the 10th. Um, they got like a week extension to do more games. He's talking about it tonight, is he, on NXT? He's got mic time. I, I mean, I don't something. think he leaves. I just think what? there's too much around him, like Candice being pregnant. Champa being yeah. stuck with the injuries that he's had. I mean, Champa can never leave. You know, like with the injuries he's got, Champa's there now for life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I, like, I, I, you know what? I think he's, I think Champa's fine with that. I don't. Yeah, I think I think like, he'll slowly he move to into be, a producer role anyway. I really he do. He looks to be enjoying himself again. Like there was that phase where he was a bit like, uh, 
he don't look like he's properly in it, but now he looks like he's enjoying himself. He talks on social media like he's enjoying himself. Yeah. Um. Obviously, like you said, the Candace stuff that they've frozen a contract while she's on maternity. So that belt, that NXT belt, is becoming really fucking cursed. <laughs> yeah. It, everybody wins it and then goes down with an injury and never drops it. Yeah. So what was here is um, what the a source high up that didn't specify if they're both booked for NXT. They're both there on Tuesday. Both have been offered multi-year deals. They've been communicated that they want their services to stay. But the worst case scenario is that even if both re-signed, one would take some time off, whatever. So there is like the thought that pretty much only one, both contracts they're expecting to re-expire and at least one will leave the company after they explore their options is what well, they're I mean, expecting. And I again, think that's Gargano that stays and O'Reilly. Yeah. Gargano stays, takes time off because obviously a kid on the way. Like that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And that's what I think. And O'Reilly will just walk. Mm. Yeah. And like I like Kyle, but I won't miss him. Like I won't miss him. I won't miss him at all. He's good. He just he's he's nothing without the rest of them. Yeah. Like they tried to push him main event and I never bought into it. Like we all yeah. said, didn't we? He just didn't look like he knew what he was doing. No, his entrance yeah. didn't make sense. What was his character? Yeah, and it just looked like he was being carried like through the matches yeah, yeah. and stuff. Like they were good, don't get me wrong, but I don't think he was ever going to be the face of NXT. No. You know, and I don't see where he goes on the on the main roster. I think going and work with Fish on AEW is actually a good move. You know, AEW could actually use him. Like that mm. one, I think let him go. But Gargano, I'm expecting to stay. I just think there's too much. But you know, I thought Adam Cole might stay, so you never know. Um Right, before we get to Raw, obviously, Saturday, there was a live show in Texas. Six-man tag, Mysterios and Jeff Hardy versus the Bloodline. Now, there is a video I, of Jeff Hardy. So I'm assuming the point was Jeff Hardy was going to be in there to take the beat in, make the hot tag and get out. Actually, it was, it was Drew McIntyre, wasn't it? It was, it was Drew McIntyre yeah. was his partner. Sorry. Um. Yeah. And he looked like he was supposed to be taking all the slaps, make the hot tag and, you know, as normal tag matches go. But if you watch the video that was on Twitter, Jeff Hardy does not look well. He crowd surfed out of there and just never and, came. Yeah, he, made the, he made the hot tag and just walked through the crowd and left and has now been sent home. Where did he go? <laughs> so, it was so odd to watch it. Literally, yeah. there was no question, no, no acknowledgement. Just you rolled out, walked. You think it's old Jeff Hardy, his demons again, or you think there's something else? No one has actually commented. The only comment was Matt gave an update on his Twitch stream on Monday. He said, "I did speak to Jeff for a little bit today. He's okay. He's good. I think he'll be fine." Once again, this isn't my business. If he wants to go into it with more detail, he'll do it himself. But he's okay. He's at home and okay. It's not my business or story to tell or explain. Besides that, it's not my story to tell because it's not my perspective. I love my brother and I want him to be okay and healthy. That's the only comment. Neither WWE or Jeff have said anything. But like, if you watch the match, you slowly see him getting worse. Like, I got Last Sacrifice vibes. Oh, God. 
and I don't know. I I and then he just made the tag and left. Fletcher just walked off out of there. Yeah, <laughs> so weird. It was surreal to watch. It just, was. Bye. Do you think it? Do you think there's a way back for her, or do you think like it's you know is it time for him to stop and before he becomes the new Scott Hall, or do you so think it's an it, injury or something? Like, if it is. If it is the thing that everybody fears, he's done. Not just because it's happened at a live event and WWE just don't stand for that kind of shit anymore, but like he did it to Roman Reigns. Like yeah. you're not gonna come he's not gonna recover from that. However, if it's to do with injury or just because of him obviously coming off of the juice and changing his life around and he's struggling with that, then I think he'll be fine. But until I mean well, I don't think we'll know for a long time. No, I don't think we will. Um, but it's worrying. Because, <laughs> like, Jeff has many times been through this back and forth, and it always seems to come about. Yeah. You know? But he's been sent home. There's been no official comment. Yeah, so he teamed with Xavier Woods and Drew McIntyre. Rey Mysterio took Hardy's place in the match the next night. Um, he was sent home. Um, I think if you watch, I mean, there's just, I think we spoke in DMs and you kind of see Jimmy catch him from like a yeah. punch, you know, because you can see it doesn't look right because Jimmy actually tries to catch him. And you just, as the match went on on the video, it just got worse and worse and worse. But we'll see. We'll have to wait for some official word. But if you've fallen off the wagon again, the comments seem to think that, you know, maybe it was more likely injury because security kind of helped him out and stuff. But I don't know. The thing is, is that, you know, Vince loves him. Jeff has always been held in such high regard, you know, and how much more can they help him? So I, I don't know. I don't know. Weird one. But we hope whatever is happening that he's well, you know, first and foremost, get well, be good. Um, Right. Uh, one other thing, as I say, Swerve Scott shared some photos of him with Malachi Black and Eddie Kingston and Sammy Guevara, I think it was. I think they were the three picks he posted. Yeah, it was Eddie, Sammy, and uh, Black. But in the same speed, Sammy Guevara said Top Dollar would never come to AEW. It's just not happening. Um so what do you think? Do you think Isaiah splits with them and he's going to AEW? You think he's just posting picks to get attention? Think Hit Row will be done? How much of a dick move would that be if he joins but Top Dollar can't? After they literally, so the reason why they left was because one of them got fired and they were going to stick together. Thing is, so here's the thing. Do you think he's left and realized just how much of a big mouth Top Dollar has got? And gone, oh crap. Because, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, maybe I made a mistake because Top Dollar is, is just messing himself up. Like, that man needs to keep his mouth shut. Someone needs yeah, to yeah, take his Twitter away. He doesn't seem to be able to shut up. He keeps no. going. Actually, sorry. He's not Top Dollar. He's. Um, is Frank. Frank? Frank, yeah. And, but, like, he took some shots on AEW fans. And the Young Bucks were upset with him. And literally in a Q&A, Sammy Guevara was asked if Top Dollar will, will ever be a part of AEW. Fan asked him and Guevara just said, never. Conversation done. <laughs> okay. 
But Isaiah Swerve Scott posting pictures. I think like people like Swerve Scott are are the kind of guys now that AEW should look at. You know, the Tony mm. Nieces, the Bobby Fishes, the Isaiah Scotts. Build that undercard up a little bit. I don't think they should sign big names anymore. I agree with this. Um, but it'd be interesting to see because, yeah, apparently they all left because top they, because they all stick together. But clearly not. Isaiah's like, no, screw you. I'm going my own way. Okay, right. For one last thing, we got Raw, which was last night. And hey, a good Raw. What do you do? Like, how do you react? I wasn't used to it. <laughs> um, had some big matches coming up. Build for day one, which I'm starting to get behind. Um, Apparently, sorry. January one. Oh, sorry, January. <laughs> yeah. Um, it started big. Uh, Kevin Owens versus Big E, non-title in a cage. They got a good twenty minutes. Felt like a showdown. Um, I don't think you could ever make cage matches particularly great. I feel that it's quite hard. You know, because we've seen so many. Um, I've just seen a big cage match a few weeks ago. Yeah, what was it? Bobby, Bobby Lashley in a cage, was it? Was it Lashley? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Maybe that's Big E's specialty. That's what they're trying to do. What I don't get is, so the end happened. Big E wins. Rollins jumps them both. Yada, yada, yada. All predictable. But then Bobby Lashley beat the hell out of all three. Out of nowhere. <laughs> Like, Lashley's like, screw you guys. You're having your triple threat. I mean, he destroyed all three. You think it becomes a four, or do you think that's just reminding people that Lashley's still main event? Like, because it felt a bit out of nowhere. I enjoyed it, but I don't know. know, It just all felt a bit weird. I mean, it was weird to have a cage match set up a triple threat match, and it was weird to have Lashley stomp all of them, you know? Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah, but I mean, Lashley did stomp them pretty good. <laughs> so, you know, uh, then my favorite thing ever, Zelina and Carmella as a tag team is literally my favorite thing ever. I just, yeah. With Eva Marie gone, I've had to latch on to the next thing and that's definitely Carmella and, and Zelina. Okay. Did anybody catch Pat McAfee's smart-ass remark on fucking SmackDown? No, what? He called Shayna Baszler's like that that thing she does where she stomps on the arm or whatever. He called it the future endeavored stomp. <laughs> no, I didn't notice that. Oh no. <laughs> Shayna Baszler in the future endeavor stomp. And I was like, he's not wrong. Everybody yeah. she's done this to has gotten future endeavored. Pretty much. Pretty much. Just, I don't know, two minutes of Nikki versus Zelina. Why is the women's matches getting such little time? Like, I, I don't, I don't understand it. Getting shit finishes. Yeah, it wasn't good. I mean, it wasn't the worst thing. It just wasn't good. I don't know. Anyway, um, whatever. Uh, move on, AJ Styles. They did a little tag tournament. AJ Styles, uh, Omos, Profits, Alpha Academy, and the Mysterios. Little four-team tournament. Face-off next week to get RK-Bro. Um, first match, AJ Styles and Omos versus the Street Profits. And I'm just going to say it was a real stupid way to end that match. It was just stupid. 
It's gold though. Yeah, I I don't know. I was so annoyed. Like AJ told him to get back in the ring. Ref hit ten. They lose. Come on. Like the the whole Matt Riddle thing going. Hey, do you have anything to say, Randy Orton? And he grabs the mic and just goes, "Nope." <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And at the end, AJ put his hand on the shoulder of Romos. It's like, oh, you've got to listen to me. Stare at a hand, leave the ring frustrated. Like, you know what's coming next. But it's just like, it was so <laughs> stupid. Like, oh, yeah. I'm pleased for the profits, but man. Uh, anyway, it was, yeah, it was just stupid. Miscommunication between a great tag team is what AJ said. But anyway, don't know, stupid. Damien Priest, United States Championship match. Uh, Bobby Roode was the man this time. Um, I thought I thought it was quite good actually. I enjoyed these two going at it. I could watch them again, maybe with more time and stuff. But I, yeah, I uh, I enjoyed. Maybe not the beginning. Like maybe it took a bit of time to get going. But I think towards the end, I thought it was good. The trade punches, knee chop, kick, another kick, spinebuster from Roode. It was really good. Like real high high pressing thing at the end. Um, I'm really liking Damian Priest right now. Damian Priest is definitely one of those guys that is taking his opportunities. Um, but yeah, it was really good. Really, really good. Um, and then we got like, what, our third countout finish? I don't know at this point. Between Bianca and Dewdrop or Piper. I don't know. Like, I was quite hyped for Bianca and... Piper Nivens. I thought that's a feud. It's a women's thing. It's like not a title match I'm interested in. Something different. But just they tell the story so crap, don't they? Like, mm-hmm. oh, like it's made me now bored of watching, watching these two because you know that they're trying to save the big match for like a pay-per-view. So why do they, you just, I don't know. Is, do you think that maybe the problem is we've seen it all? Like there's no new ideas left. How do they tell the story now? Like, do you think they've just, is there like a shelf life on what they can do creatively? Because how many times have we just seen the same thing rehashed? You know? I don't know. But yeah, it was a count out finish. Bianca won. Took like 15 minutes to get to that. Anyway, but she did lift her up. She did lift her up. <laughs> and that's a big woman. Right, Vince, there was more Vince and Austin Theory stuff. We obviously got a recap of the of the slap and they don't give a damn about your jock itch was this week. <laughs> this is showing that Vince has a lot of trust in this guy. I, I was saying on my stream earlier, Vince looks like he's enjoying it. Vince looks like he's in it, you know, which can only mean good things for Austin theory. Um, Cause it's now gone over what? Three weeks since the pay-per-view they've done something every week, haven't they? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Something like I know Shane McMahon randomly showed up at the Raw Talk or whatever one of the other week. Do you think that's going to lead to like Austin Theory versus Shane McMahon or something at Mania? Could do. Oh God, I fucking hope not. That <laughs> yeah. man needs to be nowhere near we, a wrestling ring anymore. We, we like Austin Theory so much, we'll give him Shane McMahon. <laughs> what a way I'm to just- kill the dude. Shane randomly showed up like broad talk the other week out of nowhere, like just walked up to the booth and was like, Hey guys, Shane McMahon. Well, it's <laughs> WrestleMania season. Isn't it? They always have Shane on speed dial when it comes to WrestleMania emergencies. You, know? you think he's going to like 
attack Vince or something and it's going to lead to him and Shane? Yeah. Maybe. Really Can you imagine? Not. Yeah. We'll have to see. But anyway, it's fine. Then it was Miss TV time. Um, Edge Miz is obviously going to be at day one. Do you think it now includes Beth Phoenix? Seeing that she's now not commentated anymore on NXT? You think I mean, they do yeah. Miz and Maurice versus Edge and Beth? Maurice is now full-time Raw um, on the Raw roster. Ooh. She's like being added to the Raw roster. So she's so back, back. That... It doesn't oh, say think... what role. It just says that she has been added to the Raw roster. You think maybe this leads to Mania with like a mixed tag match? I Maybe. Maybe. Like... I have no problem with Ms. Edge. Like, I, I know some people are like, oh, why? Like, for me, it's it's a match that we didn't get to see properly. You know what I mean? Like, Edge Miz is fine with me. I, their promos were great. They could drag this out long just from their promos. Um, don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And then, yeah, it is obviously going to happen. Uh, Miz obviously said no, though, and left the ring and made him jump like flinch and Miz fell over um but it was good i'm looking forward to it but when beth was like goodbye nxt i just thought you know if maurice is back you know we could yeah. do this we could do that dance i mean Miz and maurice are always fun and it'd be good to see edge and beth at one point and as i say i've always wanted like beth phoenix is younger than Shayna baszler i said i want to see beth phoenix go again like, I always felt really sorry for Beth. She was a really talented wrestler in a very diva-esque time. Um, so, yeah, I want to see her. There's a few dream matches that Beth could do. and Why not do them with Edge? Why not do them? Um, then it was the Mysterios versus Alpha uh, Academy. It was a bit sad. Mind if oh. I just say fuck off, Mysterios? Yeah, and Otis, dude, Otis didn't even get in the match. Like that's how it was. Gable started the match. This is predictable, also though, because it's you know it's leading to this whole world. What's going to happen now? The Mysterios are going to lose this match, and then they're going to start arguing. It's so predictable that this is where this is leading. The only thing that's good coming out of that was Otis looks like a monster. They really are actually managing to package him look like some crazy biggish guy because he slammed Riddle pretty hard. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but he didn't even get in the match. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, the Mysterio thing started to upset, upset me. Just get on with it. They're, you know, I know what's coming. It's happening at WrestleMania. We're pretty sure that that's going to happen. Especially because they said it's definitely not happening. Now yeah. it's definitely happening. And Simple. with the, how they're being booked, but it's just, it feels really long. I'm already frustrated, you know? And we've got to wait for Royal Rumble for it yet as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. Anyway, quickly moving on. Um, the Mysterios one. So it's Mysterios Street Profits. Um, oh, exciting. Yeah, very. Very. Uh, then we move on. Finn Balor versus T-Bar. Um, good to see T-Bar. Finn Balor versus Jankovic. 
this was like make or break for me because I was like, if T-Bar beats fucking Finn Balor, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. But it's good to see him back. Like, it's funny, like, you know, Djokovic versus Finn would have been an NXT fucking banger, you know? Um, and now, like, we're just, like, good to see T-Bar get some ring time. Um, so, I don't know. It's it's a strange one. But T-Bar does look good. I hope that he can pull himself out because Dominic Djokovic is very good. Like, but we'll see. But Finn hit the win. Um, yeah, anyway. Um, and then the Raw Women's Championship match. Match, big one at the night is... Becky versus Liv. Um, do you know what? They they tried to make Liv look like a star, better than she is. Um, and it worked, I feel. I feel like that was one of the best matches I've ever watched Liv have. Um, it got a bit sloppy at the end. But Becky, it felt like Becky was trying, also trying to help make Liv look good, you know? Um, maybe a bit too much at time. Um, yeah, I don't know. If they can keep the momentum with Liv, she may have something. But I, I, I understand why she's not champ right now. I think they made the right call. I know people, I think it carries on this heel Becky thing. I think the match helped make Liv look good. And I think now what they do next with Liv is quite important. You know, like if she can keep some momentum going and showing that she can hang with like she did, did, um, sure. But I thought it was a really good match. I mean, it was a pretty average Raw, but, um, yeah. I mean, they, they, they attempted to make Liv Morgan look a big deal in that match. And I, did it work? Maybe. It's what they do next is important for me with her. But that's it. That was Raw. But it was a decent Raw overall. It was pretty average. But considering how many Raw, what Raws we've had before, it was all right. It was it was yeah, a step it was definitely in the, the right direction. The yeah, 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 and yeah, it's yeah. Two from the end. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so then day one obviously is up next. Um, you think they're going to go with? Um, obviously, it's made official that it's Lesnar versus Reigns is day one now. They made that official, haven't they? Uh, did that last week? Yeah, um, and that's labelled as a series of matches. Yeah. So I wouldn't be shocked if Sami Zayn didn't have some sort of involvement just to continue Sami Zayn being. Sami Zayn is is a TV. good. It's clever because it's like a voice piece away from mm -hmm. from Brock Lesnar. Like Sami mm -hmm. is is a good addition. I'm guessing that they're gonna do it at uh, Royal Rumble as well. Do you think they just carry on through to WrestleMania? They might. Adam, Adam Pierce is gonna like fuck this over somehow because he's like scared of Brock Lesnar. Fair. Because like they're saying that they've decided to book Lesnar Reigns for day one because they want to make this a traditional, like every year, an annual tradition, make day one a thing. And so it needed big matches. Royal Rumble didn't need the matchup as bad as day one does. Um. So yeah. But yeah, it's definitely happening. I haven't seen the whole card. Um, obviously, the triple threat matches. But a New Year's Day pay-per-view sounds good to me. And it's on a Saturday. Like, they're all on Saturdays. Like, as a Brit, I'm just excited. Like, Saturday nights, I don't 
do anything. I take the kids home and I come and chill. And now there's going to be a pay-per-view and I don't have to get up in the morning. Oh my gosh. It's like the dream, boys. It's like the dream. We're living in a dream. <laughs> right. Let's hit the Vince Russo sound. Okay. Gio, what have you got? What was you on this week? Good, sir. Uh, Vince Russo's lying because this was not shit. <laughs> Damo no. gave me fucking Survivor Series 2002. I think Damo was drunk when he picked this because it was too no, I was, <laughs> It's a really good pay-per-view, and I thought, yes. you know what? Gio's had a rough time. He's always ill. He's always on holiday. He's always getting locked <laughs> out of his hotel room. Taco Bell hasn't been delivered for weeks now. Even the, even the church bells have stopped. Right, His microwave must be broken. Let's, let's, be, let's be nice to him. <laughs> All of that stuff has happened. And I've, to be fair, I've remembered to lock my door now. So we're good. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. One of my, if not, it would be in the conversation, one of my favorite pay-per-views, maybe ever. It was great. I love this one. And I think it's the, it was at Madison Square Garden as well, wasn't it? It's just one of them. It was. I was there live. Just one of them that, um, yeah, you couldn't beat. Like everything was great. You know, Scott Steiner debuted and this, that, and the Dudleys got back together and there was heel turds and Elimination Chamber. And, you know, like, oh, my God, it's just awesome. Just awesome. Uh, right. So the first match, um, obviously, the, the pre-show was Lance Storm and William Regal uh, against Goldust and Hurricane. Clearly just get the crowd in the mood. Um, it was on Sunday Night Heat. It was meant to be on the main card, but it ended up on Sunday Night Heat. Um, but then the actual first match, it was won by Storm and Regal. Um, the first main match was the Dudley Boys of Bubba Ray and Spike with Jeff Hardy taking on three-minute warning, Rosie and Jamal and Rico. Really good match. <laughs> uh, it was oh, a really uh, good match. Yeah. Because it was um, elimination, I believe, as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and the best bit for me was this one. This was the one with the Rico, well, the Jeff Hardy mess up, weren't it, when Rico was supposed to be knocked off the rope? rope? He fell. Yeah, and the mic picked it up, Rico shouting, come on, Jeff, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> I never forget that one because yeah. I was watching on TV. I was like, damn, even Rico, you know, Rico wasn't even very good. We got the Dudley Boy reunion as Devon got mysteriously traded. Yeah, the, no Reverend Devon. Connor. Because, um, yeah, it was just, uh, it was Jamal and Rico against Bubba. Um, he got Jamal out and then Devon come back and Dudley's back together. Crowd went nuts. That was the thing. Is it was a secret trade because Big Show or whatever moved over to SmackDown and they were like, whoa. He, who who did he get traded for? And then it turned out it was Devon. Wow. Yep, there we go. Um, and then uh, moved on. Cruiserweight Championship when it meant something. Jamie Noble taking on Billy Kidman. Um, uh, decent match. And this was with Nydia, wasn't it? Yep. She was great. I liked Nydia. What happened to her? She just dis disappeared. The whole Noble Nidia dynamic was amazing TV. Yeah. Yeah. And she and was, we, yeah. It was stupid and I loved it. They were, <laughs> and they were both so good at it. 
you know? Yeah. You have we got to look at one yeah. of the best teams ever. Best teams, Billy Kidman's. Yes. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. And everyone thought it was DMX that done it, but it wasn't. <laughs> it was just, it was just a, a normal guy. Um, but yeah, uh, that was for the Cruiserweight Championship. Billy Kidman uh, won it, actually, didn't he? I think Jamie Noble was champ. I think Billy yeah. Kidman left as champ. And then one of my favorite women of all time, Victoria, um, was taken on uh, Trish Stratus um, for the women's title um, in a hardcore match, which, again, there was a uh, change hands, wasn't it? Victoria won. Did she, yep. like, hit her with a broomstick or choke her out with a broomstick? yeah <laughs> love the hardcore matches um yeah it was it was good I, I was a big victoria fan i always wanted victoria to come back as sister abigail that's what i wanted that's who i wanted the sister abigail when the wyatts were a thing victoria could have played that perfect so there you go that's there, there's been dream. the end of her farewell tour that she did yeah She's done now, is she? She's, like, she's fully done. She I did the Royal, she did the women's rumble, didn't she? She did. A, I know she was doing a farewell tour. Yeah, I think her and Jazz. I'm not sure. She might be. She might be um, done actually. Um, I haven't seen her for a while because she came back. She's got to be getting on a bit now, like as well. She's you know been around for like ever. No. Yeah, her last appearance was the Royal Rumble. She is fifty. Yeah, so she's probably done. Yeah, and she was in the the top fifty. But yeah, I think. Um, I think uh, I think that I'm sure I read that she's done, but I was pleased to see her back. Um, and then, right, main event matches all started. Uh, so first up was Big Show versus Brock Lesnar. Um, how was this live? Like the vibe? Did you know it was coming? Because like this one was a big turn, you know, no, at the time. Nobody saw this coming. That's the thing is, nobody was like, "Oh man." Big Show's gonna beat Brock Lesnar, who's been on a winning streak, and you know it's gonna be because of this. Nobody expected it. No, because uh, Heyman turned on uh, Brock Lesnar. That the build-up had all been, you know, Heyman trying to tell Brock, "Don't take the match. You can't beat the guy." When you look back at it, it was so obvious what they were doing and saying to you. You know. Do you think that's why people, you didn't see it coming because it was so almost expected? It was just weird. Um, but yeah, he put the chair in and fucked Brock Lesnar and that started all that stuff. But yeah, it was it was huge. Like, pulled the ref out, hit the choke slam. Big Show was only champ for a month as well, isn't it? Didn't he lose it to like Kurt Angle straight away? I'm pretty sure yeah. he lost it to Kurt Angle straight away. But yeah, it was uh, definitely a strange one um, and very unexpected. But it was solid. It was solid. Um, and then uh, I think one of my favorite tag matches maybe ever. Uh, triple threat elimination match. Los Guerreros, uh, Eddie Guerrero and Chavo. Uh, Edge and Mysterio, who were the champs. Kurt Angle and Chris Benoit. Um, actually, was it before that? No, it was after this. Um Great match. It was a great match. So back and forth. I just, yeah. And it was one full, both people out. And so Edge got like Benoit out. Um, I think Eddie tapped Rey Mysterio out and then they become the champs. And um, yeah, like one of my favorite tag matches, but so random. Like 
they weren't really tag teams. So <laughs> tag team division has always kind of just been this sort of mismatch of people, isn't it? Like, I suppose, for a long time What's now. What the fuck? Yeah. And just have put six guys in the ring that we know are going to tear it up. Um, and then maybe what one of my fun fun uh, debuts ever. Scott Steiner's debut. Oh, God. Goodness. So Matt Hardy came out. And then, was it, no, Chris Lewinsky come out first? Started slagging off yeah. New York. And then Matt Hardy come yeah. out and said, oh, no, you're wrong, Chris Lewinsky. Like, so Chris Lewinsky called them losers. And Matt Hardy called them stupid. And so they come up with Lupid. <laughs> and then, um, uh, and they were calling all the New Yorkers Lupid. And then Steiner come back, beat the hell out of both of them. I don't think it was one of Chris Nowinski's. Uh, yeah, it was uh, the debut of Scott Steiner. Yeah. And that run was terrible, though, really, wasn't it? Like, but I think... Yeah. Everything about his WWE run was awful. Do you think, though, it was the way that Triple H was being booked in this sort of 2002 to 2004 period? Like, it was very... They had a bidding war for him, and he was about to join SmackDown, but then he joined Raw, and the reason why he joined was because Stephanie McMahon didn't call him Daddy. Wow. (laughs) Like, he cut a promo on Raw, was just like, I'm about to sign SmackDown! But she didn't call me the big booty daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, and then the first ever Elimination Chamber match. Triple H, Rob Van Dam, Kane, Jericho, Booker T, and Shawn Michaels. Um, uh, oh. Shawn Michaels poopy pants. Yeah. And this is the one where Triple H literally got choked out from Van Dam's he shin. hurt like maybe four or five minutes into the match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he started the match, didn't he, Triple H? God. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He started it, I think, with Van Damme. And then everyone come out. And he Van Damme tried the frog splash off the rope. And it's funny. I actually watched a TikTok interview um, about the splash this week. And Van Damme said it's because, like, there's no room at the top of that to, like, stand, stand up and do, yeah. And there was no spring on the top of the yeah, pod so, like there is on the rope. And he did yeah. admit that he missed time to jump up because of that. But I suppose your frog splash, he launches himself across the ring, you know? Like, this yeah. is now just like a fall. But yeah, he did uh, he damaged his throat pretty bad. Like, Triple H. And it looked like every time he was taking a hit or a bump, you could see him, like, choking. Um, but yeah, it was it was great. And switching music to Triple H, pinned him. Shawn Michaels winning the title was huge at the time. And uh, seriously, maybe one of the one of the better is one of the best Survivor Series maybe ever. Like the whole thing. To be fair, every match rocked. It felt relevant. Yeah. We're Gio, out of my Gio back. Got lucky. Geo got Am lucky. The old random. We're back on the old random, sir. Yeah, we don't have a suggestion this week. Uh, what do you want to do? WWE or WCW? Ah, uh, I'll go with WWE. Okay. Get up, my randomizer. Right, we're going to do the year first. So from 85 to today, are you ready? <laughs> Say stop yeah. when you are, sir. Stop. Oh, God. 2017. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Now, on my list, they now include the NXT takeovers in this year. <laughs> so I'm going to keep them in. Okay? <laughs> I'm going to keep NXT in and all the, Please. yeah. Give me, give me NXT. Okay. Right. Let's get spinning. Say stop when you're ready. Stop. Ugh. Uh, no mercy. No uh. mercy. 2017. What, is, what uh, even is the, this? All right, let me get it up. Okay, so. Oh, jeez. Fire enough. Right, so it starts with The Miz and The Miz Taraj versus Jason Jordan for, for the Intercontinental title. <laughs> oh, this is a fucking start of a banger show, isn't it? Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt, which they got so <laughs> terribly wrong. Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins as tag team champs versus The Bar. Um, fatal five-way Raw Women's Championship match of Alexa Bliss, Bailey, Emma, Nia Jackson, Sasha Banks. Oh, God. The Roman Reigns Cena match. The whole trouble of the ending of, of Neville with Enzo Amore versus Neville for the Cruiserweight title. And oh. then Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman for the Universal Championship. Oh, come on. That's, yeah. Yeah. There's nothing- I understand if you're sick next week. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is some hard viewing right there, isn't it? Oh my god! I'm not even going to watch it, and I'm in pain. <laughs> Good lord! Oh, the pre-show. The pre-show's got Elias versus Apollo Cruz with Titus O'Neil, just in case. Best you know. match is the pre-show. <laughs> <laughs> god. Yeah. Yikes! Jason Jordan. Versus the Miz and the Mister Raj opens the show and it ends with Lesnar Strowman. Oh, 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 a little extra news. Um, we didn't touch on big big scroll was leaving. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, going to say, have you guys got anything? Um, she's yes. leaving. A. She's the first to uh, actually leave. But isn't she leaving because like she's done? Like, is that is she done she's, wrestling? It sounds or? like she's taking time off. Because yeah. she announced a podcast, didn't she? Like, was that yesterday? Um, yeah, I think so. I think she she uh, she re- she's got a podcast coming. Um, she announced. Yeah, here we go. Upcoming plans. Um, few notes. I'll be working indie shows next year. I partnered with David Sachs at Get Calling to start her own podcast, and we'll discuss her LOA. And AEW uh, on on her type, and yes, she has Crohn's disease, so that's what she's going to do. She's going to just do some indie shows and probably just get healthy. You know, if she's got Crohn's disease, not very yeah. pleasant, is it? You know, like it's yeah. not pleasant. Um, uh, showed up at the NWA then. Who? Uh, Ryder did. Oh really? I yeah, he that. showed up at the end of it. Wow, keeping busy, keeping Dave? busy. Old Austin Aries versus Ricky Morton. Come on now. It's the stuff you Mr. Cardona has also started the copyright claim for the um, phrase Deathmatch King. Oh, my God. <laughs> to um, take it away from uh, Nick Gage. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, God. There were some names, though, at this NWA thing, to be fair. Like, Davari was there, wasn't he, against Jay Spade? I saw that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was pretty good. I only saw very brief highlights while I was changing trains. Um, I'm not going to say that I saw much. Um, news that has just come in, literally, while I'm here. 
Kyrie Sade has removed WWE from her official Instagram and changed her nickname from Kyrie WWE to just Kyrie. Uh, her Twitter still has WWE in, um, and there's potential that she's actually going back to the ring because uh, a fan like said she hopes to see her return to the ring someday, and she just put a winking emoji. Um, but she's first opening a 24-hour gym gym in Japan. You think she's gonna go back wrestling? No. Interesting. Maybe yeah. she'll come back at the Rumble or something. Well, she's taking WWE out of her name. Maybe I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know. She seems to have love. She went to Japan and did some stuff with her, but yeah, she hasn't taken it out of Twitter, just her Instagram, like her official Instagram. Um, yeah. So yeah, that could be fun. Um, and the only other bit is Rampage viewers went up, but still hasn't broke back to 500,000. It was 431 or something. Enjoying this back and forth with Punk and MJF stuff. Yeah, I mean that was obvious. Like you're not going to get a bad promo out of either of them. But do I want to see like, them fight? Will, will the fight then disappoint with all their build? They will get you so hyped. Can they put on the match? I, I just the yeah. the little verbs back and forth. I think like the other week was gold. He, he said he was going to end up quicker than his USC career. Yes, and he was. What did he say? He's just a Poor man's Miz. Ha. Ah. Yeah, the, the, the punk had a good thing where he was like, I was winning titles while you were marking out on Rosie O'Donnell. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh. Amazing. But I thought what was good is that Edge brought it up in the first promo with Miz, didn't he? He was like, you're, you're, you're the name that other promotions use for a cheap pop. And just like, oh, oh what's happening here? Let's go. Um, on the crossover stuff, so... MJF is quite a scene. You know, it's so funny, and I'll be completely honest. I think Miz is a tremendous, tremendous performer. Keyword there, performer. <laughs> <laughs> How can you not be a fan of the Miz? This guy is gold on a stick in the ring, very solid. I just think it's completely fair. Um, I'm not talking shit. It's factual. There are no holes in my game, and this is not a jab at the Miz. The Miz is great, but he's not me. <laughs> He, he, yeah, I, I will always see why those two would get mentioned in the same sort of breath, yeah. though, you know? Um, yeah, 100% agree with all of it. But yeah, the, the punk punk MJF stuff is always going to be gold, though. Like, promos of those two? Yes. Sign me up. You know? Sign me up. Right, we'll have to wait and see. Um Deals have come out on why Will Ospreay's deal in MLW fell through. Um, apparently, it was just because of dates. They wanted to book him for certain dates, but New Japan did not want Osprey working certain events. And so MLW said, all off. No more dates for you then. Go stick it. Um, so, yeah, it's all off. No more MLW for Will Ospreay. He's doing his best work in Japan. Yeah, I don't think, you know, he's doing... You know, it's weird that New Japan didn't want Osprey working the event since AAA wrestlers were also on the card. And apparently that conflicts with New Japan currently working with CMLL. So that's why New Japan were like, you can't work them dates. So MLW said, fine, you're not working any dates. We don't want you. <laughs> Get stuffed. I don't know how true this is, um, but Elias, the reason for the delay in him coming back to TV 
was because he shaved his hair and beard for this new look and Vince decided he looked too much like Randy Savage. So now he's having to wait until his hair and beard has grown back out. Oh Vince was like, fuck oh off, God. you're not Macho Man. Oh my God. Is that, do you reckon that's real? I could believe that. I could believe that. Because they, they said that the vignettes were just to get rid of the music, weren't it? It wasn't yeah. because of any character thing. It was just to kill all music. So apparently he has been backstage the last couple of weeks. Um, but it's unclear what direction they're taking him creatively when he returns. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, and Jerry Lawler has signed a new deal today. Uh, his current deal would have expired at the end of the year, but he will be sticking around for the foreseeable future. He ain't going anywhere. Nah, why would he bother? You know what I mean, man, does he wants to have work once a month? Jesus. <laughs> once a month on the pre-show and he's out peace out homies so that's it that's all the details there that's not really big news i know what happens though we stop recording and then some massive thing happens like it always does on our pod um standard action we'll be back obviously next week geo may not be because i wonder if 2017 wwe might kill him I just got I'm, I'm totally going to procrastinate to watching this. <laughs> yeah, last week, he watched it two or three times. This week, he doesn't even want to watch it once. <laughs> I'd rather play 2K20 yeah. watch that pay-per-view. Yeah, that pay-per-view. Just even looking at the card, there's not even a match I'd be hyped about, you know? It's just not good. Not good. Oh, also, Natalia definitely won Instagram of the week. Go and check it out. Lord. I never looked at Natalia. Like I did in her Instagram post, bless her. Um, but yeah. Okay. Thank you guys once again. Make sure you uh, you give us a like. Give us some comments. If you want Gio to watch something in, sp- in specific, make sure you reach out and let us know. And no, don't do that. Yeah, do that. Because they, they always troll <laughs> They always troll you. Um, and we will, we will catch up with you all next week. <laughs>